0: I'm Matt Leon, and our final one-on-one college football preview episode features the University of Pennsylvania Quakers of the Ivy League. Now, the Ivy League starts a couple of weeks later than everyone else, hence why their preview's coming out later than everyone else's. Penn coming off an uncharacteristic 3-7 and season in 2021, but the Quakers looking to bounce back in the ancient Eight here in 2022. They've got a lot of experience coming back, and I caught up this week with head coach Ray Priori to talk about his hopes for the squad so first of all coaches now you've uh, out of the camp mode and into game week mode uh, how happy are you with the progress this group has made you know through the spring and to this point
1: uh, I, you know man I, I, th- I think our kids have taken the necessary steps i think they've worked real real hard uh killed each other accountable all spring and through the summertime uh came to the camp with some great energy and been able to do that for the last three weeks and we're excited to finally be in, in game week here with uh, colgate up, this upcoming weekend.
0: There were struggles last year record-wise, but if you watch the games, you know, four or five plays go different ways and three and seven, seven and three or six and four, I mean, it was it was that close. But how much is that a driving factor? You talk about the great energy with the group that a little bit of a chip on their shoulder coming into this season.
1: Yeah, I, I think no one was was pleased or happy uh, with the, yes uh, last year's performance, last year's record uh, there. We know that um, a lot of what had happened uh, was due to many reasons. Uh, some was youthfulness. We had uh, some young players playing at times. Okay, but um, you know our ability to to put the attention to to the detail grow each week. Uh, we didn't see that significant growth. Uh, but I'm pleased to say that in the off season, uh, our kids really buckle down. There, those young players are now a little bit more mature and growing through things in virtually every position. And um, again, as you said earlier, we've had a, a pretty good start in the spring and right to camp right now.
0: Where do you see the strengths on this group right now?
1: Well, I, again, where we were um, a, you know, lacking last year, I, I'd say one would be in the offensive line. Uh, last year, we had one returning starter coming back. This year, we have four. So you, you, you build a foundation there. Uh, our quarterback, uh, Aiden Sain. I think uh, we put him in in the last five games of last year as a true freshman. Uh, he really that was a great stepping stone for him. He's uh, really carried it through spring and into, into camp. So having that experience back, and then really I would say is this is that our wide receiver position. I'm probably uh, most pleased because I think it's our deepest positions uh, from from one to six. I, I'm not sure of how much. Separation relative to their positions that they play. Uh, I think we're fairly deep at even at the running back position. So again, uh, we've seen a little bit more depth, uh, game experience, and that stuff will come in some time. And then uh, probably something can be said in our defensive front. I think um, we have a couple of guys with some experience, but our overall depth of those, that group has been um, uh, pretty uh, pretty visible during camp here.
0: Uh, going back to the quarterback, Aiden Sain. Uh, you got him in. You got him game action down the stretch uh, last year. How much? Did those snaps accelerate where he is now?
1: Well, I think what you're able to do is, um, you know, speed of high school to college game is totally different. Uh, he was thrown into the fire and uh, play with pretty good poise for a young player, um, totally different offensive system this year than last year. and uh, We've seen that growth with uh, uh, he and coach Swanson in the, in the package from the spring uh, through the summertime. And I definitely believe that it helped us moving forward. Um, um, that was what we did a little bit with even uh, Alec Torgerson back in the day, a couple of year, years back where he played the last handful of games his freshman year that sort of laid a nice foundation and comfort level for him moving into uh, his sophomore year. What
0: was your biggest question coming into camp and did you get the answer you wanted?
1: Yeah, I think the, one of the biggest questions I, I had were, you know, uh, I, I think so, so much gets plagued by injuries. Um you know, coming through. How how well is your team going to prepare physically during the summertime? Um, what was their, their their mindset coming into it? I think that all those questions I think have been answered. Uh, now we just have to put it together on the, on the field and when the whistle blows and uh, play with great excitement, but also. Um, be very resilient. You know, the game of football at times, uh, the ball doesn't bounce your way. So I'm looking for that that unknown is that maturity factor. When when the tough times come again, how do we respond to that as a football team?
0: You mentioned Coach Swanstrom, your new offensive coordinator. Uh, What can fans expect uh, maybe differently offensively? What will his system bring to the table?
1: Yeah, I'd say it's sideline to sidelines of a a formation, uh, of a, offense driven that way. He, he takes advantage of what people do. So it's a lot of check with me, a lot of tempo in the offense of what what, what we try to get, get accomplished there. I'll look for the mismatches and then really schematically. Uh, it takes a very, very patient quarterback uh, to really read through his scheme and systems where he has his cover one reads man, the man reads into his, his own read sides and whatnot. And uh, I think it's really just an execution thing. More than anything else at this juncture
0: first two games are at home. Uh, we were talking earlier how last year your first two were on the road, and that puts a lot of stress just from a logistics standpoint when you've got a young team. How much easier does that make life? Because you're kind of the reverse here. First two are at home, and you've also got a team that's a lot more experienced, and I would think that would uh, uh, allow you to maybe push ahead a little further.
1: Yeah, I think it's definitely um, uh, more beneficial that, you know, you're at second week of camp, third week of camp. You know, you're trying to look and, and set uh travel parties and whatnot for special teams. So it allows us to use our use our bench a little bit further, uh get some guys that perhaps weren't going to be traveling uh into those uh two deep roles and whatnot. Um uh, definitely playing at home the away trip mindset you know uh I've echoed this to many folks the last year's away trip uh you know you know two-thirds of our football team had never been on a varsity football field before with COVID and just being a young team. And now we bring back a more experienced team at home, first game, hundred plus players. So we're, we're excited about that. And, um, you know, Franklin field can be a real, real, uh, great advantage, uh, of uh, the, the plan.
0: And you'll open with Colgate. One of the things about Ivy league football, it's not just you, the whole league starts late. So it's game. It's week three for Colgate week one for you. What are the, you know, I would imagine the pitfalls is they've already been able to work through a lot of those early season problems that all teams have. But I guess on the upside, they haven't seen you and the, you have a new offensive coordinator. So there's the element of surprise. What are kind of the positives and negatives of of being on week one when they're on week three?
1: Uh, I think you hit the nail right on the head in the first one. Right. Um, we've we, we've we've got a chance to watch Sam Burke play in Stanford and play in Maine Um Two good programs, and they thought they played real well, right? So you got the chance to see them. They haven't seen us. Uh, they don't know who we're going to be bringing back due to COVID and all those other things of who, who the starting lineups and those things are. Uh, the disadvantage, I'd say, is uh, first game, right? And the excitement. I think I always look at these first games when you're playing against a non-Ivy opponent in, the, in this situation. That is, can we weather the the early storm? Okay, those little first jitters that you have um the excitement of the uh the buzz and then opening kickoff and everything else if you can make it through the first five minutes of that game uh and i think you'll you'll be in good shape and over the last you know you know five six seven years we've done a, a decent job with our kids our mindset our temperament there uh sometimes as a coaches you' over prepare for your opponent you have way more more time to think about it which um uh, we learned not to do that um, so there, and the other thing is, you know, keeping your, your, your players healthy, to make sure that you can hit that ground running with everything. And then once again at home, use your bench, okay? So if we can play six receivers, it's our advantage of playing as many of our kids as we can on special teams. And hopefully this is a, a, a game that goes down to the last, uh, the last quarter, we got a little bit more wind than they do.
0: That will do it for this final one-on-one college football preview, focusing on the Penn Quakers. Thanks to head coach Ray Priori for carving out some time to chat. Penn hosts Colgate in its season opener Saturday afternoon at Franklin Field. That will be a 1 o'clock kickoff. Now, you can follow the show on Twitter at one-on-one pod. You can follow me on Twitter as well at leon 1060 Thanks so much for listening to all these college football previews. Hope you enjoyed them.
1: A Philadelphia dentist today was sentenced to 22 years in prison and fined $100,000. This was just unbelievable. you can understand the genius in Larry. Nobody was doing coke at this point.
0: No one could believe that this highly educated, young, handsome man was this
1: kingpin drug dealer.
0: This is Wolves Among Us, the Larry Lavin story. A documentary podcast from C-13 Originals, the Cadence 13 Studio.
1: Listen now on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.